0: Hello, welcome to Choir Talks. Thank you for sharing the scripture with me today. Is this a thing at your house where uh, for a parent or a spouse or a child to remind you of something that you don't remember them saying? The follow-up statement might be something like, I told you that, but I don't think you were listening. Maybe it's just me, but that happens a lot at my house where someone is trying to communicate something, but I'm focused on something else and I don't really hear them. Last Sunday, our, our pastor, Michael Estes, preached from Psalm 138, and one of the points he made was about the fact that God is always speaking to us, and so um, one, of, and one of the stories he told about that was from 1 Samuel, when Samuel, as a boy, in the middle of the night, heard God's voice calling to him, and, and when he heard that voice and answered, then God spoke to him a message uh, that, that he wanted to send. I believe, I'm just convinced, that God is speaking to us. He speaks to us at specific moments in our lives um, for specific purposes. Uh, and I also believe that God is speaking generally to us all the time through his word, through uh, other believers, and through the circumstances in our lives. So with that in mind, this, uh, this morning I got to Isaiah chapter 50 in my personal um, Bible study, and uh, it just really spoke to me also on this idea of, of listening to God. Um, in Isaiah 50, uh, God is communicating to his children. He has been communicating to his children, but they aren't listening like me sometimes. They're not listening. They were focused on other things, the wrong things, and the consequences for not listening were unimaginably bad. So tonight, I want you to listen to a little bit of Isaiah 50 with me. Now, I've got to warn you, Isaiah is a difficult book, as I've been reading it the last uh, couple of weeks. Sometimes you feel like you're being dropped down in the middle of a conversation between people that you don't know about things that you're not familiar with. Um, So it's a little bit hard to read. So let me kind of catch you up as best as I can. In Isaiah 50, uh, Israel and Judah have gone into exile the Assyrians and then the Babylonians have come and just destroyed their homeland and killed many, many of them. And so they are going through this this horrible moment in their history. And out of all the terrible things that are happening to us in this world right now, nothing compares to what they went through. And so they are just in this catastrophe. And uh, the worst thing about it, though, is that According to Isaiah 50, it could have, the consequences for them could have been avoided had they been listening to God. So tonight, I want you to think about the danger of not listening to God. Here's verse 1 out of chapter 50. This is what the Lord says. Where is your mother's certificate of divorce with which I sent her away? Or to which of my creditors did I sell you? Because of your sins, you were sold. Because of your transgressions, your mother was sent away. Uh, Here, God is saying that the downfall for Israel was not his desire for them. He wasn't, quote, divorcing them. He wasn't sending them away. They were being exiled because of their own sinfulness, not because God desired it. Verse 2, he goes on, God still speaking, says, "'When I came, why was there no one? "'When I called, why was there no one to answer?' So here's the part where listening to God comes in. God was communicating to them all along. He sent them prophet after prophet, message after message, miracle after miracle, communicating to them, and yet they weren't listening. Um, When I called, why was there no one to answer is the sad question that God asks so I had to stop and, and I want you to stop and think about this. What what warning or what teaching or what direction might God be trying to give you right now in your life that you are not listening? Is God communicating something to you right now? Are you stopping, spending time just listening to God? Or are you like me somebody who somebody else has to say, I told you that, but you weren't listening? God goes on to say that his real plan was to rescue them. Uh, He says, This was my arm too short to deliver you? Do I lack the strength to rescue you? Uh, Of course, the answer to those questions is no. God was easily able to rescue them and to prevent them from going into exile. So, is there something in, in your life that you're worrying about? That you're hoping for a good outcome, but you're not really seeking the Lord about. That you're not spending time in his presence to listen and hear what he might be telling you, how he might be planning to rescue you. Is it possible that he's trying to communicate a rescue to you right now that you're worried about, but not listening for? Verse 4. The sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. Now, pause just a second. Here's one of those Isaiah things. Now, God is no longer the speaker. <clears throat> the speaker here is some, someone that Isaiah identifies only as the servant. Over and over, Isaiah talks about the servant. And so this is a passage where the servant speaks. This servant is God's anointed, the future Messiah that is to come. And as you read Isaiah, it become, even tonight when we read, it's going to become completely obvious that this Messiah is Jesus Christ. It is so awesome to read these words written perhaps 700 years or so before Christ came. And yet it's obvious to us as modern-day readers and listeners that, that it is Jesus that he's talking about. So here's the voice of Jesus. The sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary, he wakens me morning by morning. He wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. That's the part I wanted you to catch, that Jesus was listening to his Father to understand the plan. Um, Mark one thirty-five is a scripture that tells us that every morning Jesus had a habit of getting up early and isolating himself and communing with God and spending time in the presence of the Father. Um, so he had this, this perfect relationship that allowed him to listen and hear the voice of the Father. Um, so here's verse 5. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears, uh, the servant says. I have not been rebellious. I have not turned away. Now aren't you glad that Jesus, the servant, listened to the voice of the Father even when he called him to sacrifice. Aren't you glad that he was not rebellious or did not turn away from what God called him to do? What God called him to do was to go to the cross and bring us salvation, right? Uh, Here's verse 6, and now it's going to be obvious that this servant is a prophecy about Jesus. Verse 6, I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard, I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Isn't that cool? 700 years before that happened to Jesus. Here Isaiah gives us an exact description of what happened to Jesus on that particular Good Friday. It's pretty amazing. All right, so let's jump to the end of this chapter and just kind of tie up um, what it says to us about listening to God. Verse 10 says, Who among you fears the Lord and obeys his the word of his servant. Let the one who walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the Lord and rely on their God. So verse 10 is saying this, who among you fears the Lord? Who is God's worshiper? Who is the follower of Jesus? Let him be obedient to the word of his servant. Now notice that word, word. uh, We only know and are obedient to words when we listen to them. They come to us through our ears, right, or through our eyes. We listen to the voice, and then we're able to be obedient. And that word guides us. Listen to the rest of that verse again. Let the one who walks in darkness. Hey, and that's really us when we, we, we walk into an uncertain future that we don't know about. And he says, let the one who walks in the dark and has no light trust in the name of the Lord. And rely on their God. This is the one who is, is going to be blessed. Had Israel been listening to God all along and had they trusted in God, he was trying to give them the way out so that they would not have been overcome here by the Babylonians. Um, but instead, they took their own light. Uh, the, the rest of this chapter goes on to say, but the one who takes their own light walks to their destruction. So we can either choose our own way, make our own path, or we can stop, spend those those moments in the presence of the Father and listen for his voice, listen for his guidance. We show our faith by stopping to listen. Hey, thanks for sharing with me this week. I want to invite you to join us Sunday morning here in the building at Ridgecrest Baptist Church or online online on our YouTube uh, channel or on Facebook, Ridgecrest Baptist Church. Love to have you. Thank you and have a great week.